0: Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert here from the Business Awards Show, and I'm also the owner and founder of the Best Business Women Awards, and today I am really excited to be joined by Lynn Parker, founder of Funny Women, who not only has won awards herself, but runs her own awards program, which has propelled hundreds of women forwards in their comedy career, and Lynn is going to share lots of information about what she does with Funny Women, what she's been doing for the last 20 years to really promote female comics and more about some of the courses that she runs and I recently went on one of those courses. Mm -hmm. So personal experience that I'm going to share a little bit about that today as well. So welcome Lynn lovely to be here thank you for having me fantastic so 20 years ago you set up funny women so tell us what on earth funny women is about (laughs)
1: well I mean 20 years ago I ran the first ever event in October 2002 Uh, but there was a bit of a journey before that because I had had um, a career in public relations and marketing, um, familiar, I'm sure, to a lot of um your listeners. But I um ended up working with a very misogynist uh comedy promoter who, in short, told me that he never booked any women when I asked him because women weren't funny and there were no funny women. And um I'm sure we've all had I, a lot of A lot of people in our industry and work in events and production and marketing, we've all had those light bulb moments. And I think that was mine. It was like, I don't believe you, they're they're there. They're just not visible. So I challenged him and said, look, I I don't agree with you. Let me run, let me run some female comedy events. Anyway, uh, fast forward slightly because uh, the person I originally worked with uh, left the company the production the pr- promoter production company promoters promoters company and um, I was left with the main misogynist and we basically had a falling out I left but I thought the name of funny women is too good to let go so I registered it and I I nurtured it for a couple of years and then we eventually I say we oh, I I managed to um come up with this first event which was a big charity night in London lots of uh, well known women and then from there we um were fortunate to be introduced to baby sham uh which was a brand owned by a drinks company called it was it was Matthew Clark they still exist but the the brand was bought out by another company Sort of a few years later, but Baby Sham, that iconic, wonderful Perry drink with the little Bambi, um, became our first first sponsors and and helped me launch the awards. They wanted they wanted specifically to support my wish to bring more new talent through into female comedy. At the time, it was mainly stage stuff. It was it was all focused on the stand up scene. Um, as you know, it's expanded now, but um, it was a very, uh, it was brilliant. We had so much fun. I loved working with the, the, it was men actually, lovely men that I worked with at uh, Baby Sham. Um, We had them on board for three years. So the first three years of the awards, we worked with them. and We've had various sponsors and partners since. Um, And we went from that very first awards in 2003, So next year we will have run the awards for 20 years. Um, We had, I think we scraped about 70 women to enter. Um, And now for the last two years, it's been fairly consistent. We have about 1500 women engaged with the awards across five different awards, some of which they self nominate themselves for, they enter themselves. Um, There's a public vote uh, on a content creation award and then there's an industry vote um, where I I lobby people in the industry to vote for very specific things and there's a lot of women in the industry who are behind the scenes who don't necessarily I suppose a bit like me wouldn't necessarily enter themselves for an award so we get the industry to nominate them and we had a brilliant winner this year and Amy Annette who is truly amazing because she does a lot of work behind the scenes. She does a bit of everything. Um, so, so that award is really special and it's great for engagement with across the industry, much like you do with your awards. You have lots of different people involved, so it's really good for me to get the producers and the commissioners and all the, all the back engine people to nominate who they think deserves to have an award, sort of unsung hero type award really. Wow.
0: Um, or the comedy the actual comedy awards then people can anyone can enter this presumably. yes yeah. so the the whole basis of the
1: funny women awards is new talent we're yeah. always looking for new fresh voices whatever age culture ethnicity class background ability you know the only the only um criteria is that you are female or you live as a woman so we non-binary mm. that area you have to be funny presumably <laughs> and funny <laughs> does help yes um and hi- historically it, it you know the, the the award that everyone's aware of is the stage award because it's the one w- which we put on the sh- on the stage
0: mm-hmm.
1: as its name suggests and it's usually a, a performer so um actually this year we we've broken the mold a little bit because it was won by Lorna Rose Treen, who is a character act actually. And we haven't had a character act win for a few years. We have had them in the past. She's so funny and the character she did for the stage award um, uh, was at complete odds with the character that she did for the comedy shorts award, which is the short film award, which also won. So she was a single
0: winner so
1: she had and I was sitting next to somebody who said they didn't even realize it was the same person so isn't that fantastic Mm -hmm. she's a true true talent so yeah but we we had many stand-ups so you know people like Catherine Ryan has won it in the past Desiree Birch Zoe Lyons um trying to think of the ones that become really super famous um Jade Adams who's just been on Strictly so they're Wow, so yeah, this is a winners. massive
0: yeah. platform. Yeah, isn't it? and
1: then lots of, if you look at our hall of fame on the website, there will be lots of names you recognize in those final um, lineups, because quite often the women that get into the final uh, go on to have fantastic glittering careers because they. It, it's a, a very well-known showcase in our industry. And we always attract all the key players in, in you know, yeah. come into the audience and they, you know, a lot of them quite, for the last few years, a lot of them have walked away with a sort of management deal pretty oh, much within days of the final.
0: Uh, and we
1: don't, we don't, we don't run a management company.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I only act as an agent if I'm booking. So I don't, I don't get involved in managing their careers. I, do,
0: I, do, I have enough trouble managing my own career, let alone something else. <laughs> You and your ceremony is is very much a show, isn't it? It's actually yes, a comedy yes. show. Yeah, it is a comedy um, show. It's exactly talk what us for a bit about that. What happens on the night? So um, we've been in various places,
1: but we currently reside at the Bloomsbury Theatre, uh, which is great. It's um it's it's a UCL um, run building, 600 seat theatre, beautiful, lovely big screen, lovely one wonderful wide stage, good vistas. Um, and we, uh, yeah, we put on a comedy show. So we have, uh, usually, I think we have 10 acts this year, the last couple of years we have 10 acts who will perform and then we dish out the rest of the awards at the end of the show. It's always a bit of a, trying to squeeze it all in, it's always good. Um, and then as a sort of Brucey bonus that's come out of COVID and everyone's desire to put things online, we work very closely with a comedy um streaming uh partner who are also like the netflix of comedy they're called next up comedy mm-hmm. um totally recommend them uh not just cuz we work with them but if you are a comedy fan uh the subscription is very inexpensive and i think there's a if you go to our website we'll have an article up at some point there is a currently a deal and you can get it re- you can get it cheaper and you can watch loads of exclusive comedy content uh on on their platform and our full final from this year and from last year um are all there for you to see so if you obviously if you missed seeing it this year and you're interested in entering next year and you want to see what the caliber is um i would totally recommend that you log on and um next up comedy and watch it
0: brilliant so let's talk about lynn parker the entrepreneur so (laughs) you have the funny women awards and you're really passionate about supporting females in comedy but that isn't just all that isn't just the only thing you do you also run courses and go into corporate so talk me through a little bit about that as well so um of comedy
1: the sort of thing because we're a not for profit company we're not we're not specifically commercializing Awards because it has to be open access, it has to be everyone can enter, and I think it fits with our ethos that we are a CIC, a community interest company. Um, I don't want us to be a charity, there are lots of amazing charities, and we can support whoever we want, so that's that's our preference work wise. But because of our um uh, our remit, we it's very important to us to bring income into the company from sponsorship funding obviously we've had some funding from the arts council um as a result of covid I'd like to say it was because of we're so wonderful but it was the um cultural recovery fund so it's the first time we've ever got any funding culture any kind of cultural funding um we've had quite a lot of support also from our council because i'm based in in medway and we have a very good cultural remit here so they 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 funded a few things for us um And then we've got uh, so what we've done is we've we've built up our um, corporate business as another way of supporting Mm. not for profit side. And also that came out of the fact that we were running courses and workshops and people were coming to them and saying, this is really great. Will you run these in our company? So that's how I got into running workshops for organizations. I used originally when I started doing it I think I'd have to change everything but I pretty much do the same sort of thing whether I'm doing a comedy workshop for public or um, companies that want to improve the confidence of their and their performance the performance skills and confidence of their employees. That's a great stream. It is it's great and I I do love it I mean we primarily seem to work with female um, workforces but I do quite like it when we actually do work in mixed groups. And it's it's become more common now for me to go into a company and work with a kind of 50-50, which is great. Um, and I think men are really on my experiences, they're usually brilliant advocates for the women in their workplaces, the kind of companies I go into anyway. And I've found them to be very supportive and It's great when you have a team that's got a really good mix and they all work together. Um, But anyway, that's, that's my little world, but I'm sure that there are lots of people out there thinking that doesn't happen in my company, but um, I think it can, Mm. if it's handled the right way. I mean, there are a zillion training courses and people doing confidence building and sales training and God knows what, but I think my specific um, skill is, is getting people to mix up together talk together, listen to each other, uh, create together. I think I think what we do, and you've done Stand Up, Stand Out, it is very much a creatively based mm. module. It's not, I don't let people, I don't want people to come with loads of notes. I don't let people write anything down. <laughs> they all get freak out. Oh, can't I have my notebook? No, you got to try and remember it all in your head. That's the whole ethos, isn't it, of stand up. But they're brilliant skills to have if you've got to do a lot mm. of public speaking. Or even to do this kind of thing, you know, you've got to have your script in your head, mm. not not on a notepad somewhere at the bottom of your handbag, you know.
0: <laughs> so, we all do, but, you know. So, let's talk a bit about Stand Up to Stand Out and the comedy course that you run as a sort of a, a progression from that. Mm. Well, they, they sit alongside, really. Um, Stand Up Stand Out is the
1: public, is the in person oh, workshop. Yeah. So, that's my two hour accelerator for anyone that wants to have a to find a way to tap into their funny bones um, (laughs) and create some content and that content could be literally from a stand-up routine to having to do a TED style talk you know it it's it's the start point and you've done it so you know I take people through um, I always call it mining mining your own brain, you know, mm. what's up there already? And, you know, I also believe that everybody is funny. I've got this divine belief in humankind that everybody is funny in some way, even if they don't think they are. And I think we do a pretty good job mm. in those sessions of finding the funny with in, in pretty much everybody. Um, and I think if you listen and you share and you explore, uh, through the exercises that I run then you normally get something out of it even yeah. if it's a tiny little nugget you know it doesn't have to be the biggest thing um I seem oh, to remember I, you, you and I had a whole chat about eye eye lines eye, eyesight and eye line because I have a habit of blinking and looking yeah. up you said you always look up yeah,
0: I do. it's a
1: little thing like that the, the minute you become aware of it I know you Either become aware of it and try and not to do it or you work with it I you know, know? And I do it on the podcast as well. We well, all do it. Own. We're
0: probably doing it now. You I've and I. we of... looking up to the heavens. Exactly. But I think what I got from it was, it was a great bunch of women. None of us knew each other, really. I exactly. knew one yeah. other person that was there. And we all got to share um, a little facts about ourselves, which was really interesting. And then further down the line, we did our own little two minutes routines, which was really good. And, it was really entertaining and actually you had some women on that course that i think will be the future stand up community.
1: Yeah. yeah i yeah. mean i've seen i've seen the start of quite a few careers yeah. uh, you know i not i won't disclose who but no. there have been people that have literally started in my workshops mm. um and a couple of ex i don't think i did one of the exercises that i it depends on who's in the room actually as well sometimes i i that's the other thing about comedy and working as um, a creative artist. I think you have to be flexible. I never know who I'm going to get in the room. And they, like you said, mostly don't know each other. Although I think you knew one of them quite mm. well. Um, <laughs> but, even, but actually sometimes, you know what, sometimes that's even harder. Because if you mm. know somebody quite well, you've got to remember that nobody else in the room knows that person. So you've got to still treat everybody like it's a level playing field. And the fun is in the room; it's created in the room, and it's it's not the stuff that you think is going to be funny. Quite often, yeah. um, it will be something quite unexpected. I keep thinking um, the 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 time you did with us, that woman that said she thought she wanted to be made
0: Marion, yes. that is really stuck in my head. Yes, you know? I, for me, the lady that talked about the fact that she likes to have a starter when she goes for a meal because she doesn't eat desserts. Yes. Uh, But she went into such minute detail about it that it was very funny because I related to that because I don't eat desserts either. And... (laughs) It's funny how a group of people can almost like really affect your food decisions because they make you feel bad for yeah. <laughs> wanting a starter.
1: You know, if, if you, you know. if you put this if you put this in a um a, a business context or any mm. kind of context where you're trying to sell to people or present to people, and, and if you look at great comedians, most of what they Talk about is totally and utterly relatable. Yes. You know, it's got to be something. My um, hu- darling husband, who is the oracle on most things like this, who is in the music industry, he um uses the analogy quite rightly because I, I usually moans, oh, why is Adele sell so many records or Taylor Swift or whatever, and he then goes, but listen to the listen to the lyrics, listen to the words. She is telling everybody's story. Yes. And if you relate that to um, Miranda Hart or Sarah Millican pops up, um, the late, great Victoria Wood, Mm -hmm. Michael McIntyre, um, uh, you know, um, they all talk about things that are very Mm experience-based. We can all relate to the, the things that they're talking about. Peter Kay, who's been off the scene for A while he's, a, he's like a rock star of comedy, and I don't know if you've ever seen him live. Yeah, I
0: have. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: and if you go to see him live and he doesn't do certain routines, it's like your favorite record, isn't it? You know, <laughs> why is he doing the bit about the dad dancing or, or the garlic bread <laughs> or garlic bread? You know, um, absolutely. Um, and and that's what people pay to go and see, that's why they pay so much money. Yeah. So, any kind of entertainment, whether it be comedy or music or spoken word, or, you know, a bit of classical music. You go and see something classical. I want to hear Mozart and Chopin, because mm. I know it, you know? Mm. You want to see that. It's it's about being in the moment, and comedy is no different. Mm. And great public speakers or orators or, you know, any... Well, I was going to say politicians, but maybe we'll leave them out of it at the moment. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Matt Hancock seems
0: to have bucked oh. the there with his... Uh... Sometimes comedic performances in I'm a celebrity <laughs> much as I dislike the gentleman
1: concerned um and what he's doing and, and I have no time for him generally, um I do get the whole premise of why he did why he did that. Because it's about him being seen as relatable. It's back yeah. that, isn't it? Look, I'm just the same as you, you know. I'm gonna eat I'm gonna cut a I'm gonna eat a, a kangaroo penis <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> Because I'm like you, you know, I can do this. Yeah. Uh, he, he was I a can cheat on movies. my wife.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's not it go there. It kind of drew, it drew, drew us into a world where he just wanted to show, like you've said, that he was like everybody else. And, but there were moments when I was a bit, I, I've never watched the series before in all the years. Oh, ago. interesting. Yeah. And I watched it this year because he was in it and I wanted to see what happened. actually I thought how well they all got on and actually one of the comedians in that uh series was Sean um I can't remember his surname but I thought he was very funny very dry sense of humor Mm -hmm. so I think you know we need to have more humor in business really because oh absolutely you know I mean it can be tiresome and it can be very dry and very dull and I think what you bring to the table um is something very different and that's one of the reasons I went on the stand up stand out not necessarily because I want to be a stand-up comedian yes, absolutely. Not but to, you know. just to do something different from my everyday business mm. presenting business career if you like because it can be a bit dull. So I would really recommend anyone just to come out of their comfort zone for a few hours. Great company, lovely venue, the Groucho Club. It's gorgeous, isn't it? super. You know, it was a really nice way to to obviously get to know you better and to get a window into that world, really, because I didn't know until I came on the course how many women's careers that you really have been responsible for propelling and there no. are a lot of them and yeah
1: i think it's nice to be um recognized in that way because quite often these women do very well and uh, we we are lost in the ether you know yeah. we're just we're just a mere stepping stone as i'm sure that happens to you with your awards as well yeah. i think that it is a it is a function of running awards that people are going to forget about it you know yeah yeah, and I but, think you're right. But it's so, nice when we, as awards run people that run yeah. awards, recognise that of each other. Um, I mean, the fun at work thing, as you know, I've extended that now into um, a rework of some events we used to run pre-COVID, uh, where we'd have a mix of workshops, panel discussion, and stand-up comedy. We've rebranded those as how to have fun at work, and uh, we've done our first post-COVID event um this year uh at grey advertising fabulous great event what a beautiful venue i usually lag a fantastic venue from someone <laughs> <laughs> and then we put on the the whole thing but we run that as a kind of showcase so that corporates can come and see what we have on offer um in terms of you know our organization and the kind of people we employ as facilitators because i can't do everything myself i have to use yeah. some people oh, um, right. but, that, but that that um that whole thing i'm doing another one next year on the 23rd of may um and i have my podcast as well which is mm. that's why we decided to call the events how to have fun at work because that's the name of my podcast so brilliant so and, if you're and it to is it. that f- fusion between comedy and work yeah. because i always have a business person and a comedy
0: comedians on the podcast so Great. so how to fun how to have fun at how work. to have fun at work and then just <laughs> before we end so I thought it'd be useful so you've won awards yourself as well along the way so Mm. awards do surround you and I think it's been quite important hasn't it for you over the years
1: yeah yeah I mean I um, I think when you run awards yourself Mm. you're less you're (laughs) less likely to enter them um because you feel a bit of a fraud you know and I on occasions when I have entered things and I've thought there's no way they're going to then there's no way they're going to give this award to me. I know they're not, um, and I've been right largely. Um, but I did uh, when I moved. I uh, moved down to Kent, uh, North Kent, where I am in Medway. Um, I moved down nearly eight years ago, so 2015, and I was encouraged to enter a couple of business awards down here, yeah. um, and I and in fact we won the Creative Business of the Year um in the independent business independent business awards Kent. Oh wow. wow in 2017. And I think that was lovely. Um, and I have also um hot off the press, I'm about to be the North Kent lead for the Federation of Small Business. Oh yeah, yeah. It's invited to take over to it's a volunteer position. It's to to represent mm-hmm. small businesses here in my part of Kent. Mm -hmm. i don't know where north and south divide actually is (laughs) around ashford i'm told kent is huge i mean it's the hugest i think it's the second largest county so you know it needs a good it needs a good goodly number of us um but i have also hosted um in my performing capacity i have hosted uh the southeast um fsb awards as well so and i i love doing that and I'm I'm available for hire if anyone wants me um I'm not a comedian though but I am quite funny when I'm when I'm allowed to be amazing
0: well if you are listening to the show today and you want to ignite your funny bones um go over to Lynn's website we'll make sure all the details are in the show notes and also on the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube Um, where we'll drop the links for funny women and details about their awards which open next year and you know if you feel that you are funny and you want to put yourself forward like Lynn said it's open to anyone the criteria is female yeah Yeah. identifying as female and you must be funny (laughs) it's
1: very all the instructions are really
0: clear it is really aimed at new acts um, for the stage award so fantastic uh, and then If you'd like to do a course or you might want to bring Lynn into your company, we'll also make sure all the details are there as well. Having done the stand-up to stand-out, it was a great, great morning and I would really recommend it. And thank you for joining me today and sharing all about your awards and your journey. It's been incredible and I wish you every success. Thank you very much, Debbie. Thank you, Lynn.